Season 1, Episode 3. Hi everyone, welcome to Shamari Speaks. First, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're new, please go listen to my last two episodes after this one. So today I want to talk about dating and relationships as a Gen Z. If you don't know, you're a Gen Z if you were born anytime between 1997 and 2012, and you're a millennial if you were born between 1981 and 1996, and um, then Gen X would just be the millennials' parents, obviously. Um, Everything has really changed over the generations, and I don't know if I can say it got worse or if it got better. I can really only speak... um, for things that really just go on during the Gen Z. So maybe it's just from my own experience. I don't know. And I also want to go ahead and note that nothing I ever say is intended to be targeted towards anyone or make anyone feel a type of way. And I mean that um, anything I say throughout the podcast episodes um, or topics that I choose to discuss Um, I just want this to feel like a safe space because I consider it a safe space for me. Talking in here is very therapeutic, um, and I'm able to say whatever I want to say. But like I said, speaking on my own experience and things that I've noticed um, just personally is what I'm going to be talking about in this episode specifically. So as far as relationship as dating, relationships and dating, It's completely different now that I'm a mom. Oh my gosh. Okay, if I keep saying I'm a mom, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, it's probably because my life really did change a lot. Um, I get annoyed at myself when I notice I said it more than twice. So it's not intentional at all. But anyway, yeah, I'm only 22, so I really don't have just a lot of dating experience or anything. Um, now that I'm a young mother to a son, oh my gosh, see, I said it then. But now that I'm a young mother to a son, well, it would be the same if I had a daughter. Standards are really important. No one my age or no one in my age range really wants to be with someone with a kid or kids, and that's 100% understandable. But there are some guys my age who, quote unquote, don't mind it. But, like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't mind my son, you know? And, like, I want to be with someone who actually acknowledges the fact that I'm a mother and my son comes first. I feel like when people say, oh, I don't mind, versus people that actually acknowledge it don't really understand. Um, Because it's like, if we have plans and my son gets sick, they need to know I'm going to have to cancel and take care of my son, clearly. Some guys feel like that's too much baggage or they don't want to deal with the drama with the child's dad um, and they want to be with someone who has their full attention. And hey, that's great. That is 100% great. Just won't work for either one of us and that's okay. Well, actually, that's not okay at this big age because you want somebody full attention. Like, do you work? What do you do during the day? The texting all day thing and being on the phone all day thing was really only okay in high school or like your first year in college. But at this big age, um, everybody, well, I say everybody, but mainly people I know and my friends, we getting ready to graduate and get into our career. So it's like, 
ain't nobody finna sit on the phone with you all day and just talk talk about nothing or listen to each other breathe that I only wanted to do that um when I was like 16 I don't want to do that now um so sometimes I feel like people be needing to elaborate when they say they need undivided attention and some people laugh when I say I don't want to date anyone with kids and it's not a joke it's not even me just being funny I really mean that not saying I'm anti-kids, obviously, because I have a child, but it's definitely a huge responsibility, and I prefer to focus on my own child right now. Like, dating another single parent would be sort of, I feel like, pressure on me, well, for me at least, because I don't co-parent or anything like that, so I don't want to get too wrapped up in something with someone else and their child before making sure my own is okay and fully taken care of. Now, when my son is older, of course, it really won't be a big deal. Um, like I said, I'm 22, and I can't be playing stepmom right now. I, Well, I guess I could say maybe I could be playing stepmom, but let me rephrase that and say I don't want to be doing that right now at all. Um, Playdates and stuff, that's cool. That's fine, but it really won't be nothing more than that, unfortunately. Um, I feel like my mind is kind of already set on that because I know where I'm at, where I'm at right now, and I just know I don't see myself doing that at this moment in time. So like I've liked guys and they liked me back, but I don't feel like it was genuine or if it was going to be anything long term. Um, I really like to think far ahead. I prefer long term. I don't like getting to know people and then like we don't hear from each other again. That's kind of wasting my time. So I really be want to know people's intentions early on to where I can go ahead and know like this is what we're doing and this is what we're not going to do. What things do you want and what things do I want? We talk about it. If it just don't match up with each other, then hey, we just know we're not good for each other. And I've got my feelings hurt several times. Wait, oh, I don't want to say several times. Like, that sounds so depressing. I've got my feelings hurt um, by people that I wanted to be the one. They just were not the one. And if I'm just being completely honest, in today's generation or just in this generation period, I feel like sex is a top priority. Unfortunately. And, oh, y'all, if I say unfortunately a lot, clearly a lot of things I'm saying is just really unfortunate. So, like I said, sex is a top priority in this generation, unfortunately. Or is it just the guys that I attract? Hmm. Question of the day. Question of the day. But actually, I did do a small poll on this, and I asked 10 females um, that were in my age range. I asked them if they felt like this was true, and 8 out of 10 of them said that they agreed. And two out of ten said that they didn't agree and that some guys just don't want a relationship at all and they're just cutting straight to the chase when they um, start talking about sex on, like, day one. And I agree with that, too, though. Like, if we just met and you already ask conceptual questions, instant turn off. I'm no longer interested. And it's, oh, excuse me, and it's actually a little disrespectful, honestly. Like, no, why would you no? Why would you do that? That's not okay. Because that lets me know where your head is. So now I know we're on two completely different pages and I'm straight on that. 
um, just for me. Like, it's fine if that's the only thing you want from a person. And it's not hard to find someone who wants that, too, if that's the case. Like, seriously, it's not that hard. Um, You can find somebody. It just won't be me if that's the only thing that you're looking for. And after I gave birth, I was abstinent. And nobody believed that I was. And people my age would be like, how do you go that long? Or, abstinent are you being serious are you joking and I'm just like I'm I'm being as serious as can be sex is not a requirement to live I promise you will be okay so it just blew my mind and it also blew my mind y'all this one guy that even not even know what abstinent was wow I, I'm just I just see I haven't thought about that person in a very long time but now that I said that I'm just thinking about so much stuff he did not know and I'm kind of worried about him well, I blocked him, so hopefully somebody in the future is going to tell him. But I never told him what abstinent was. Um, I just kept saying Google it because it was disappointing to me that he had no clue what that was. I Anyway, but, um, yeah, sex is not a requirement to live. I promise you will be okay. I was alone throughout my whole pregnancy. I gave birth alone. And having sex again was not just top priority on my list at all. And it really made me feel like when people thought I was lying about that because, dang, do I just seem like that type of person or do I give off that vibe? Like, that's something, like, that's the only thing I have to offer? Do people look at me and think that? Because if so, I clearly need to change something about my appearance because I know I'm not that type of person at all. And um, I actually asked my guy friends this, and they gave me reassurance, and they said no. So I'm like, well, what is it? Why do I only attract these type of people? It's not fair at all. And most of my friends are guys, so I was curious. And they do be brutally honest with me and tell me what I need to hear versus what I want to hear. And I really appreciate that. So I don't think they were lying when they were saying no. If they were... Um, I hope they listen to this and come back and be like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. You do give off that vibe. But even if they come back and tell me I do get off that vibe, they are definitely lying because I don't think I do anything. Well, I know I don't do anything that just give off that vibe that I'm just automatically down to just do that. And we don't even know each other because no. And at my age, well, this generation, like I said, they make it seem like not having sex is a deal breaker. Because when I was telling guys I was abstinent, I would never hear from them again. Still to this day, I have not heard from them. And sometimes guys would be like, that's not a problem. And it definitely becomes an issue down the road. And it's just like, it was always a problem. And you thought maybe you could do something or say stuff to make me change my mind. And no, you, you can't. And um, since then, I've just honestly been on this self-love journey that's actually going pretty great. And I'm, like, learning new hobbies. Um, I did so great in school this semester. Like, I'm just feeling great. To the point where my professors emailed me personally and was telling me how much of a great student I was and how much they felt like they were honored to have me as a student because I went above and beyond. And I was not doing this my first two years of college. I was not. But this is the the semester where I actually was like 100% focused 
with a baby. I was so tired, but I did so good. That's not the point. But I just haven't been distracted. I've been reaching goals. I've been spending time with my son and planning my future and just doing a lot of great things that I'm so excited about. And I'm so proud of myself. And I be taking myself on dates. I sit at the bar by myself. And I don't feel embarrassed to be alone at all. Because before, I would ask people to go eat with me somewhere so I wouldn't be alone. But now I really don't care. And I look forward to my alone time. And, like, I do be making plans with people after I get my alone, after I get my alone time, though. And it's only with people that I actually be wanting to see. No offense. No offense if we made plans and they fell through. That don't mean I didn't want to see you. I was probably just tired. But I do really be making time for people that I do want to make for time for. So it's not like I'm just like 100% a loner. Even though I feel like I would be okay with that. But even when I do get in a relationship, I'm keeping that alone time necessary. So if they don't understand that, it'll probably be an automatic deal breaker, honestly. not Yeah, it will be a deal breaker. So I strongly believe that before you get into a relationship, you need to know how to make yourself happy instead of being in a relationship. And that's the only time that you're happy because you're constantly getting that validation for someone else. But then when y'all break up, you're not okay at all. And that's not okay. And I think a self-love journey is necessary after a bad breakup or any breakup period. So you're able to really reflect on what went wrong and how you can prevent that from happening with the next person. And overall, getting to know who you are again. Um, you don't want to constantly feel like you always have to be in a relationship to feel wanted and happy. Because that takes away from getting to know yourself and loving yourself and really knowing what you deserve. Some people get out of a relationship and a week later, they're with somebody else. Like, oh my gosh, slow down. There's no way, because I'd be too annoyed. There's just no way. There's just no way. I would be so annoyed from the breakup. Like, not even mad. I would just be annoyed that there's no way I'm in the mood to just find somebody quick like that. To each is his own. And, like, it's okay to date around or be alone before really, really settling down into a full-blown relationship. Now, for me personally, when I say relationship, I mean boyfriend and girlfriend like, y'all are sort of in, like, a commitment. Um, and something that I noticed in Gen Z is that they'll refer to someone as their boyfriend or girlfriend, but that title was never talked about or it was never asked. And, I mean, like, they'll be spending a lot of time with someone and they know they have feelings for each other, so now they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, no, I'm I'm not doing that because... What happened to asking? Because if you all of a sudden tell people I'm your girlfriend, I'm going to tell you to not do that because now you just assume that that's what I wanted because we like each other. Like, no, no, you need to ask. You need to politely ask, will you be my girlfriend? You need to ask. And if girls, if you are in a situation like this right now, if he never asked you to be his girlfriend, really, y'all not together. Y'all not together. I would say we're not together. Because just because we spend time together, don't that wait? Let me take that back. Because now I sound like um, now I now I feel like I sound like um, y'all remember when that stuff was going on with the baby and they was together and stuff like that. Well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, you clearly not gonna know. But they were spending all this time together and stuff, and they even had a baby, right? 
Then they had a baby. And the baby was telling people, like, well, the baby was telling their girl that they were not even together. Even though she had all these receipts of them spending time together and stuff like that. That's a completely different story. But what I'm saying is, I feel like you need to really ask somebody, like, will you be my girlfriend to prevent that type of stuff from happening? Because then y'all get in an argument and it's like, we're not together. And then you'd be like, oh, I thought we were. Like, we do all this stuff together. So, really, if you don't ask me to be your girlfriend, we're not together. Now, old me wouldn't have been living by that rule, but now I'm living by that rule. Because don't be assuming. that Don't. Don't think that. And I'd be wondering, what is stuff that people can't do as friends that they quickly have to jump into a relationship and have to be in a relationship to do? Because I kid you not, nine times out of ten, the answer will be sex or it's related to it at least. So, no, I would just rather stick to myself and wait for you to politely ask me to be in a relationship with you instead of you just automatically assuming that we have that title because we're doing all of these things together. And another thing, to prevent that from happening, stop giving, stop doing relationship things and giving relationship benefits to somebody that you're not really with like that. If you needed to hear it, I just told you. And I mean, like, we can at least be friends first. Better yet, since you want to be in a relationship so bad, what's my favorite color? I'm curious. Do you know about my childhood? What's my brother's name? Nobody ever gets any of those right. So it's just odd for them to be asking or asking. Well, no, not even asking because the point is I want them to ask. But so it just be odd for them to just be assuming that I'm their girlfriend. Like, no, 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 just no. <laughs> And y'all probably haven't seen it, but it was a Kylie Jenner and a Travis Scott um, little interview where she asked him questions about her, and he knew absolutely none of them. He probably got one out of ten right, and that's terrible. That is a if. That's a fail. And she asked him what was her dog's name, and this man had no clue. No clue at all with her dog's name. That was before she got pregnant. She's pregnant again by Travis. But, like, he, this man had no clue. Sir, if you've been over my house, like, ten times and you don't know my dog's name, that's a problem. That is a deal breaker. And, OMG, I say everything is a deal breaker, but that's not true. Some things are not deal breakers. Um, So, but then again, I feel like I'm going to keep saying they're deal breakers because Sierra got Russell after Futures. So, I'm not lowering my standards ever. I will never, ever lower my standards ever, ever, ever ever so anyways a few weeks ago I went grocery shopping and the guy was helping me put stuff in my car and he was just like can I ask you something if you don't mind and I was like mm, yeah sure and he was like why do you think relationships don't last as much as they did during our parents generation and y'all I'm not even gonna lie my stomach was hurting so bad so I couldn't really just sit and talk but I was just like good question I really don't know and I don't think that's what he wanted me to say because he was just looking at me like and I'm like boy my stomach hurts so I can't really just talk but it was a good question I really did not know the answer to it and don't get me wrong though I have met um guys that 
would really go the extra mile for me, just not who I felt like was quite the person for me. And not saying they weren't good enough, but I feel like I know what I deserve and I just don't want to settle because I meet one nice guy. And everyone is always nice in the early stages of meeting someone. I feel like social media really plays a huge role in today's generation. And I wish I was born in a generation where it was not a thing because social media gives off this image that makes people believe that they need to have the same thing or be doing what other people are doing. And it's the same thing for relationships too. I mean, like people be getting mad at their boyfriend for liking another female's picture. I personally don't think that's a big deal, but you know, some females do. And some even make their boyfriends unfollow females and block them. And I just never really understood that. And I mean, like, y'all know, some of them even go through the females their boyfriends follow and will add or follow them. What's the purpose? To do what exactly? Like, if you have to do all of that, male or female, please just leave them alone. Leave them alone. Like, don't go to nobody woman to woman asking if she talks to your boyfriend because, honestly, that's weird. And it makes you look like a fool. I'm just going to say it makes you look like a fool. If I ever did that, I was a fool. Have I ever did that? I don't recall. I don't recall. I'm going to go ahead and say I haven't. Wait, if I got to think about it, that means I probably have. So let me think about it one more second. Mm, nope. But if I did do it, I shouldn't have. And I was a fool, like I said. And be with somebody who really gives you reassurance and makes you feel secure. Not insecure and wondering all these different things like, is he talking to other people? What is he doing? Or are they really just friends? Don't be with nobody like that. Um, cause one thing I can honestly say that I have asked about it. Like if I saw a female comment on every single one of his pictures or posts, I did ask like, who that? Is that your cousin or something? Just out of curiosity. But I mean, that was like high school, so it don't count. It don't really matter. Anything before the age of 21 don't count. Wait. Oh, hold on, because I had my baby at 20. Anything before the age of 19 don't really matter or don't really count in my role. Just as for me. So, um, but yeah, that's just weird. And I will never, ever be that female that's like, you need to stop talking to all your female friends that we can't be together because that's weird. And most of my guy friends, well, most of my friends are guys, like I said before. And they have had girlfriends that would say things like this. And I would just say, like, okay, I guess. And a few months a few months later, they came back saying they broke up. And then just, like, our friendship resumes or something. And that's not okay. It's really not okay. And don't be with anybody that's just going to make you lose all your friends because of their insecurities. That's not okay either. And some people don't notice that in the early stages when they really like someone. In the early stages, that's when you kind of really disregard and ignoring all the red flags. And you won't notice that they're red flags until, like, mid-relationship. But pay attention to that stuff way early on. Like, I pay attention to things that people do and people say. Um, 
oh yeah, I really pay attention to that now. And that's kind of how I learn a person. And if they say something like, um, like if we in public and they we looking around and they're like, that person ugly, deal breaker. And that just kind of let me know how they're, how they think. And I mean, I guess you can't say people ugly, but I don't like calling people ugly. But I'm like, for you to just say that randomly like that, that's kind of mean and rude. Don't, don't do that. And something else I wanted to talk about is how I met this um, really wise woman who gave me permission to share what she told me on this episode. And she told me that her husband was her first boyfriend when she um, turned 16 and they were each other's first everything, basically. They like applied to all the same colleges. They ended up going to the same university and they got married six months after um, graduating undergrad. They bought a house. They basically like clearly they did everything together. They traveled a lot, too. And she was like within two months of the marriage, they started having problems. And she asked him if he really wanted to be with her, if he was just comfortable with her, because they were all they had really known. And when you get comfortable with someone after so long, you are afraid to actually experience new things with someone else. So you would rather just stay because that's what you're used to. And so she said they ended up separating for a year and a half to really sort things out with how they would move forward with the marriage and everything. And she was like, I did wonder what... What I did was, um, if it was right or wrong, and she was like, I was wondering what was I doing, and should I have spent my 20s dating other people to see what I really wanted, because, you know, her parents never were opposed to them spending so much time together, and she said she needed to, and she said, well, no one ever said that she needed to leave him alone. Um, but all of, uh, um, all of that happened, like, 30 years ago. They're still married now. And she said it's great. Um, Everything's good now. They have kids and everything. That was just something that they both share with other people um, when they notice that they're going through relationship problems or marriage problems. And um, she told me to spend my 20s doing what she didn't do and meet different guys before really, really settling down and just saying that someone is the one. And I agree with her because, like, I don't even feel like I'll be ready to work towards a relationship until I reach my full potential. And I'm not quite there yet. I would say um, I'm probably like 41%. That's terrible because I need to be at 100%. So I'm like at 41%. So I'm just not quite there yet. And really, I can't wait to experience things with someone else, but I'm like 100% okay with experiencing things along too before just having that partner to do that type of stuff with. Whew, Jesus Christ. Okay, y'all. So I think I'm going to end up making a part two about this topic because I feel like I still have so much more to say. Um, More of the story is work on how to be happy individually before being in a relationship and always having to seek happiness from someone else all the time. Two, spend time with yourself and make that alone time a priority and make it necessary. And three, do not settle. Don't, 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 don't settle. Don't settle because it's somebody out here that will worship the ground that you walk on. So don't be settling. Don't settle. And three, uh, well, that's not a three. I just said three. Oh yeah, and work on your insecurities. So if you notice you have any, um, 
make sure you're not carrying any of those insecurities into your next relationship because that will cause y'all to have problems and you don't want your own issues to be the reason why your next relationship doesn't work if you just feel like you're really with someone great because not everybody is going to put up with that everybody as in me <laughs> okay on that note i will talk to y'all later on my next episode and thank you so much for listening bye